Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hi, I hope you're having a good day and I hope you're enjoying the study of John. I am really enjoying as I'm in chapters 8-ish through 12 right now in the book of John. And we're specifically going to key in on the healing of the man who had the clay and the spittle on his eyes and went to wash in the pool of Siloam. And we read about him in, of course, John chapter 9. This is predicated by John chapter 8 when Jesus really said some pretty incendiary things to the Pharisees there. And I had you kind of look through John chapter 8 and list some of those things. And they, of course, are things that would have made the Pharisees very mad. Jesus was polarizing in his, in his glory. And they were told that they would die in their sins in John 8 verses 21 and 24. That if they were Abraham's children, they would do Abraham's work. Verse 39 If God were your father, you would love me, verse 42. But you are of your father, the devil, verse 44. The lust of your father, the devil, you will do, verse 44. You are not of God, verse 47. And you have not known God, verse 55. By the time we get to chapter 9, where Jesus is going to heal this man, the Pharisees have had enough. They are not open to the glory they are going to reject the glory in fact in chapter 9 we learn that they had agreed among themselves that if anybody around them confessed Christ that that person would be put out of the synagogue so in chapter 9 when Jesus healed the the blind man they tried everything they knew to get this blind man to reject the glory of Christ along with them In chapter 9, verses 15 and 26, they gave this man a chance to change his story, to lie. In verse 18, they call the man's parents to see if they would come up with a different story. In verse 28, they reviled him or mocked him or made fun of him, and they said, well, you're just his disciple. And in verse 24, they encouraged him to just you know if you're not gonna deny the whole thing happened just give God the glory for it just don't don't include this Jesus just give God the praise for it and in verse 34 then finally they condemned him and cast him out of the temple so I want us to notice from chapter 9 that the glory of God the glory of God manifests through Jesus the Son here in the signs in the book of John was very polarizing and had two completely different results depending on the heart that was witnessing the glory in verse 38 previous verses in the chapter as we've noted there was a complete rejection of the glory the Pharisees the scribes largely just rejected the glory they were not having it but this man who was healed He saw the evidence and he said, Lord, I believe. And in verse 38, it says he worshiped him. So he not only accepted the glory, but he began to reflect it in his own life by his open confession and his worshiping 
the Son of God. So we have those two completely different responses to the sign. One was mad about it. I'm not having it. I am going to do everything I can to hide it. I'm going to do everything I can to get those who do accept the glory to change their minds, to lie about it. I'm going to do everything that I can to stop this magnification train, as it were, that Jesus was on here that was going to lead him to the cross. So the rejection of the glory, and then on the other end of the spectrum, we have, Lord, I believe, and a man falling down to worship Jesus. So the acceptance and reflection of the glory. It was polarizing. It was a light. And Jesus starts talking about that light early on in the book of John. In chapter 8, he talks about it again just prior to this miracle. But by the time we get to chapter 12, after the raising of Lazarus, he says something very interesting about the light. Let's just look at John chapter 12 and let's start in verse 42. Well, let's go to 44. Jesus cried and said, He that believes on me believes not on me, but on him that sent me. And he, and he that sees me sees him that sent me. I am come a light into the world that whosoever believes on me should not abide in darkness. But if any man hears my words and believes not, I judge him not, for I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and receives not my words has one that judges him, the word that I have spoken. The same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which was sent, which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said to me, so I speak. It's interesting that Jesus said here that I am come a light into the world. And even here, he acknowledged the polarizing effect that that glory, that light would have on men. And when you think about light, you realize that for, for some light illumines it shows the way and that's what it did for the man who was healed he didn't know about jesus in fact the bulk of chapter 9 where he was healed is him saying i don't know how to explain this i'm just telling you that the man put clay on my eyes and now i was blind and now i'm seeing he didn't know but he learned the light the glory was a teacher for him and it was an illumination for him so that he could be guided in that light. But light also blinds sometimes. And when the, for the hard hearts of the Pharisees, the light was blinding to them. They closed their eyes, they rejected, they hardened their hearts. And it is the fulfillment, Jesus even said, of the prophecy of Isaiah. And this comes from Isaiah, uh, chapter 53 it says that the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled I'm reading now in John chapter 12 verses verse 38 it says that the well let's back up to 36 while you have the light believe in the light you, th you might be children of the light these things Jesus spoke 
and departed and hid himself from them talking about the Pharisees again but though he had done so many miracles before them yet they believed not on him there's the polarizing effect of the glory that the saying of, of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled which he spoke Lord who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed therefore they could not believe because Isaiah said again and this is in Isaiah chapter 6 he who blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their heart and be converted and I should heal them these things said Isaiah when he saw his what his glory and spoke of him light illuminates the path and light is blinding and we see two opposite polar opposite effects of the light that was coming to the world as was prophesied by Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6 wants to notice as we close there there was one more response to the glory and it is found let me make sure that I have the correct verse here it is an acceptance but not a reflection of the glory look at verse 42 of chapter 12 and this is one more category of people we have those who accept and reflect we have those who reject the glory and then finally in verse 42 one more category of people and I'll be done nevertheless among the chief rulers also many believed on him but because of the Pharisees they did not confess him lest they should be put out of the synagogue one more ca category of people they accepted the glory they understood what was happening they opened their hearts to it but they did not confess him they accepted but did not reflect the glory so we have three categories of people which one are we in we all should examine our hearts and be sure that we are those people who are reflecting the glory of Christ in everything we do in every decision that we make I hope you have a great day